0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi
2: there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go.
1: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
5: You are listening to the Dan Patrick show on Fox sports radio hour two on this Wednesday. Happy St. Patrick's day. Happy Dan Patrick's day. Gang's all here. Festive mood. Get involved in our celebrity bracket challenge. All you have to do is be part of the newsletter subscription mob, Uh, um, danpatrick.com. And you sign up with your email and there'll be a link there for you to, uh, give us your celebrity bracket, uh, Uh, so you can be involved in the Celebrity Bracket Challenge. Sounds like I've been drinking already. Let me try that again. Hey, welcome to the program here. Uh, The Celebrity Bracket Challenge. If you'd like to be involved, you just have to sign up for the newsletter. Dan Patrick Show Newsletter comes out daily at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, and then we'll send you the link to this year's contest in uh, today's newsletter. And uh, also DP Show Store has a bunch of new T-shirts. Just in time for St. Patrick's Day. 877 3DP Show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle and dp show. Do we have any new members of the Bracket Challenge? Yes, Paulie.
4: Yeah, Dan, it's as eclectic as you would imagine. Will Farrell, not a big surprise there. Okay. Mario Lopez. Oh, okay. TV host. Yeah. Uh, Steven Shrippa, the actor who played Bobby, Bobby Bacala on The Sopranos, wanted in.
5: But he's not big pussy.
4: No. He he played uh, Bobby Bacala. I don't want to be do any spoilers here. Okay.
5: Yeah, I don't know the show.
4: We'll have him on and convince you to watch it. Michael Strahan. Oh, okay. And Noah Syndergaard, the pitcher for the Mets, who's been watching the show lately during downtime, which starting pitchers have a lot of.
5: Oh, good. All right. Once again, you're in the bracket challenge, and your name will be listed there with everybody else. and You can see how you'll fare against uh, Michael Douglas, Jim Parsons from the Big Bang Theory. Yo-Yo Ma just sent. uh... Yo-Yo Ma did not. But he's welcome to. Love to have Yo-Yo Ma. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com. We'll talk to Rick Bettino, the Iona head coach, will join us coming up. Jawan Howard, Michigan head coach, will join us as well. The Bears got their quarterback, Andy Dalton. 49ers signed offensive tackle Trent Williams to a big deal. Tigers out of the hospital. Brad Stevens says he's not interested in the Indiana job. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Um he might be interested, you know, in a year or so if things don't go well in Boston, but he's not interested right now. Uh, LeBron joins the Red Sox ownership. Even though he's a Yankee fan, he's now part of the Red Sox ownership. But this has to do with the the Fenway group that owns Liverpool, and LeBron's invested in Liverpool, and now he's invested in the uh, Boston Red Sox. I think I got that right. All right, uh, poll question, McLevin: Who's
6: more likely to be on a new team next season, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, both are neither, neither is running away with it. People think both quarterbacks will stay in place.
5: The Texans signed veteran quarterback Tyrod Taylor yesterday, continuing the off-season, uh, off-season trend of Houston doing things that nobody understands. He's going to make up to $12.5 million for one year. And I don't know the incentives that are in there right now. Deal's a mystery. Is he a backup to Deshaun Watson? A veteran to groom another young quarterback after they trade Watson. Contingency plan if Watson holds out. Tyrod Taylor has been a productive quarterback. Led the Bills to the playoffs back in 2017. And probably would have started last year for the Chargers. But a doctor punctured his lung when he was giving him an ejection earlier in the season. Then he lost his job to Justin Herbert. Taylor gives the Texans some flexibility. But they still don't seem like a franchise that has a plan at least one that includes Deshaun Watson. And I just saw this, that the Panthers are pursuing Deshaun Watson. This is a pro football talk it has a uh, article. Michael David Smith quotes Joe person of the athletic, uh, that the Panthers are still locked in on Deshaun Watson. Trading for Watson is referred to as plan a, B and C for the Panthers. Um, The Panthers' offer would probably include their first-round draft pick this year. That's the eighth pick overall, as well as first-round picks in 2022 and 2023. By NFL rule, teams can't trade picks more than three drafts in advance. Even that may not be enough for the Texans to make the trade, but the Panthers may keep upping their offers until the Texans are willing to listen. Well, it could be a moot point if Deshaun Watson's not interested in going to Carolina. I know he played his football in Carolina. I don't know if that's enough to go, I want to go play for the Carolina Panthers right now. I'm sure they would love him. There's, there's you know, it's easy to run down the list of franchises who wouldn't love him. Of course, Carolina would. Here's what I just learned. We've been talking about Russell Wilson and that the Bears were all in. They tried. Uh, They made an offer, and I have an idea of what the Bears have offered, according to a source close to the Bears. And I don't have names attached to this as far as players, but this is, from what I'm being told, was the offer that was made to the Seattle Seahawks. It is the following. The Bears offered three first-round picks, a third-round pick, and two starters. I don't know who the starters are. The source uh, close to the Bears doesn't know who the starters are, but that Seattle was interested, but it comes down to Pete Carroll making the decision. Not the GM, John Schneider, but Pete Carroll. And if you're Pete Carroll, what was your NFL career before Russell Wilson? What has your NFL career been since you've had Russell Wilson? Are you sure you want to give up on Russell Wilson? And is this mendable? Like, Can you mend the fences here and just go, you know what, Russ? I let my ego get in the way. Maybe your ego got in the way. We should be listening to each other. Let's figure this out. Because if I'm Pete Carroll, at his age, with his team, you don't want to all of a sudden say, hey, we're going to rebuild. Russ gives you, they won 12 games last year. Russ gives you the best chance to win. Now, if you're going to tell me you're getting Sam Darnold and you're getting a bunch of picks, okay, is Sam Darnold the guy that you want to build around? Uh, obviously a lot younger. He's 10 years younger. But Russ gives you a chance to win now. And I think that has to be factored into all of this. Pete Carroll's success in the NFL and you know, his relationship with Russell Wilson are intertwined. And all of a sudden, if you're going to give up Russ... But let me see what happens in the draft because maybe that is where Seattle is kind of figuring out free agency in the draft. Um, And if they're willing to trade Russell Wilson, I still don't think he'll be traded. He hasn't demanded a trade like Deshaun Watson has. But that's that's what I was uh, told in the last 15 minutes, that Seattle was offered three first-round picks, a third, and two starters. And I don't know what those starters are. But uh, I'll I'll keep an eye on that. If I have some information, I'll uh, be more than happy to pass it along to you. Honda Classic, this week's stop on the PGA Tour. You can watch on Golf Channel starting Thursday and over the weekend on NBC. And if you're watching on Peacock, our TV partner, the uh, commercial breaks will bring you excerpts from uh, a performance from the New Haven County Emerald Society, Bagpipes and Drums. You can find the full performance on our website and social media channels as well. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Rick Pitino will stop by in about 15 minutes from now. Yes, Paulie?
4: Okay, back to that trade that you talked about. Let's say the trade that Pete Carroll was told by his general manager was three first-round draft picks from the Bears, which are probably mid-round draft picks, um, a third-round draft pick, and two starters. And let's say those starters are, and this is what a lot of people in Chicago believe, Akeem Hicks, a, a Pro Bowl defensive lineman, high-end defensive lineman, yeah. and Khalil Mack, a high-end rush linebacker. So... You now have to restart your... Now, fr- we're
5: just speculating Speculate. on those names. Those names are speculative. Yeah, I
4: don't, I don't want to... But this is what this is what the Bears roster has to offer. They don't have much talent besides those guys. They can't trade um, Robinson, the wide receiver. So if you're Pete Carroll, all of a sudden, you now add a lot to your defense, but you have to completely restart your franchise from the quarterback position, but you have a ton of draft capital over the next couple of
5: years. Yeah, but you don't have your quarterback. Right. That's, that's what it comes down to. That's where... Then why shop?
4: You know, then why even allow your general manager to have conversations?
5: Well, I think they—he just listened to what the Bears had to offer. Okay. I don't know if there was any negotiations. I think that's what the Bears offered. And once again, this is coming from Chicago's side of the story here. I don't know how Seattle, you know, took this, accepted this, or they went, "You got to be kidding!" Or, "Hey, if you throw in that guy, or you know that draft pick, then you know maybe we can talk." But that's why I think Sam Darnold's so important with all of these things that are going to happen here, believe it or not. Does somebody trade for Sam Darnold? You know, do the Jets keep Sam Darnold? Does somebody want to go up to the number two pick overall to get Zach Wilson? Sam Darnold is one of the dominoes here, but I I don't know the players. We were only speculating on that. So I don't want it to get out that it was, you know, Nakeem Hicks or, uh, 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 Khalil that That's just a hypothetical on Pauly's part. It was just, I was told three first-round picks, a third, and two starters. Don't know what those starters, who those starters would be. Um, we'll get phone calls coming up. Uh, let me see. Anything else that needs to be brought up? I think I went over all the headlines here. Uh, yeah, I think that was it. Oh, by the way, I wanted to bring this back because Sean Payton was on yesterday at the end of the show. And Sean has, he subscribes to what I've been saying for forever. And Sean has to put it in play as somebody who's picking, you know, drafting players. And that is we, we have teams that go, well, we got to get a quarterback. No, get your quarterback Hear Sean Payton on finding the quarterback you like. Here's the thing. Uh, and I think it happens every year and I hear it. And I cringe.
2: Well, we'll get one of these, Three quarterbacks at the top of the draft. Well, who do you like? Exactly. And, and, yeah. and if you don't like the other, I, I probably don't like the other in the second or third round either.
5: That's the philosophy you have to have. If there's a quarterback you think is right for you, fits you, then go get him. And if not, don't just get a quarterback. Because teams have done that down through the years. There's a run on quarterbacks. We got to go get our quarterback. I understand if you do that with wide receivers. It's a little bit different, but you'll have a run on certain players at certain positions. It happens every draft. All of a sudden, somebody goes, we're going up and getting this wide receiver. And then somebody else gets a wide receiver. Wait, we better get our guy. Wait, we thought he was going to be there. He was going to be available for us. That'll happen again this year. Could be offensive linemen, but there's a run. And quarterbacks are going to be in the top eight you're probably going to have four four of the first six picks are probably going to be quarterbacks. And I mentioned this last hour, somebody's going up. Somebody's going to surprise you and try to go up. Now, I don't know who that is. My source, you know, didn't tell me because I think he doesn't want even me to hint at the possibility because I kept talking about, you know, you know, we had this with Deshaun Watson. We, we had this with Patrick Mahomes. And I was talking to him. I said, can you see a scenario where a team's going up? He goes, oh, I know for a fact that there's a team that's going to try to go up. And I said, well, who are they after? And he said, I can't say. I said, well, who's the team? He goes, I can't say. And I go, well, that's no fun. But, you know, that this is this veil of secrecy because, you know, usually the closer you get to the draft, the bigger, you know, you have – People who deceive you. There's misinformation. Somebody's not going to tell you the truth. Now I've been fortunate that this source has been great um, in telling me what is true. But then he'll also say you can't say that, you can't say the team, or you can't say that until you know this time. But just trying to find out, you know, some of this information where you separate fact from fiction, and you know, i I've, I've been able to do that. But Sean Payton said it: go get the guy that fits you, not hey we got a quarterback. I also asked uh, Sean Payton if he was set at the quarterbacking position.
2: I think we are. And, and look, there, there'll be a few calls we make, but our goal coming into the offseason was to obviously re-sign Jameis. Taysom played for us in four games last year and let those guys go to work. And and, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about those two. Now, there, there, there are a few things that, that may still be out there, but I, I see those two competing for this position.
5: The only problem I have with this scenario with Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston is I'm going to run the risk of having Taysom Hill out there playing in plays with more collisions than if he was a quarterback there. If I have Jameis Winston as my starting quarterback, Taysom Hill is going to be out there, but I do run that risk of more opportunities for him to get hurt. Do I need a third string quarterback, actually a backup quarterback because Taysom Hill and maybe Taysom Hill is your quarterback. And then you just ride with him that hey you know what he plays a physical brand of uh quarterback like you know cam newton but if he's going to be out there and passing plays or return plays special teams plays like i got to look at taysom hill a little bit differently now with drew Brees not in the picture yeah paul
4: imagine being a saints fan the past 13 14 years you're used to a quarterback that never runs and rarely throws interceptions and you're bringing in Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill, a guy who throws picks and is a total gambler. He has some upside, Taysom. And then Taysom Hill, who runs like a fullback.
5: Uh, Jeff in Detroit joins us. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind? Hey, Jeff. Uh, Hello, Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can.
2: Okay, now there we go. Uh, First of all... I want to say uh, Tom Waddle's story sounds an awful lot like Paulie's. Same analogy, same context, the same article of clothing. My goodness, that was very weird. Andy Dalton's situation. Good call on that one right there. You got some hell of a sources, DP, man. Maybe we need to share you some sources. You know what I'm saying? Head down to the casino and take care of a little something, something. And last but not least. My question to you is this. With the Russell Wilson situation, and you speaking to your source over the weekend, did you happen to ask him why he wasn't in the newsletter or in the hype video? Uh,
5: I did not. Uh, this person wouldn't know why he wasn't in the newsletter or the hype video. But, I mean, I can try to find out if Russ was bothered by not being in the uh, the newsletter for season ticket holders. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm trying to think bigger picture here when I, when I rely on sources here. I, I don't have a source who who can let me know. I mean, maybe Russ or Sierra. Like, were you upset that you weren't in the uh, hype video or uh, the, the uh, letter that went out for potential season ticket holders? I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to find out what the Bears are offering for Russ, <laughs> not the uh, newsletter that goes out to season ticket holders. Do I think that was petty? On the Seahawks part? Yes, I do. Do I think it was I don't want to say strategic, but I, I do think that they meant to do that, that they weren't going to put him in the newsletter. You know, it's it's one of those where you get pettiness and and you you shouldn't, but you do. Seattle it goes back to what I after Russ was on with us and I had a source say, you know what? Uh, this this can this relationship is not sustainable. And then I also had a source saying Seattle, you know, the Seahawks were really upset that Russ went public. And I think Seattle is still upset that Russ, Russ hadn't said anything. His agent hasn't said anything. Now it's kind of quiet. Although the Bears, you know, did make an offer. Two GMs got together and nothing happened. Yes, Pauline
4: we're just joking that you imagine you like any walk of life they put out a video for an organization let's say you're working for a like a a mercedes dealership and they put out a hype video of all the sales team (laughs) getting ready to send out to all their regular customers and one of the salesmen's like i was only in it for two seconds well everyone was in it everyone else was in it for two minutes it it works at any way of life a a perceived slight whether it's real or not real stays with people yeah like like if we did it for this show let's say you did a a thing all about the damn Patrick show and sent out to all our big advertisers and one of us was like, I didn't make the cut.
6: Yes, McLeod. I but would never not, forget that. Not never. having Russ in it is like not having you in the Dan Patrick Show hype video. Though. <laughs> you know, it's right. like putting the four Danettes and like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, when you have a newsletter and you send it out to season ticket holders and your quarterback has just been named NFL Man of the Year and he's not mentioned in there, but your new running backs coach and your new offensive coordinator are in there. Hey, you want to watch? You want to watch our offensive coordinator? Now you can. Yeah. That's like us setting out a hype video with the big German
6: and Mario and not – like the running back coach? Come on. How does that make the newsletter?
5: I no. I know. I know. Uh, Nick in California, then we'll take a break, and uh, Rick Patino will join us. Hey, Nick.
2: Hey, Dan. <coughs> well, two points about the Lakers. Number one, man, they looked incredible last night. They're going to win the championship again. We are not worried about that. Uh, Davis will come back. We'll get our defense – and, uh, you know, Harden is like a folding chair in the playoffs. So look forward to New Jersey. Hope they make it. And we're going to do to them uh, what we did to them the last time they were in the finals. Um, but the real story in SoCal is, you know, we hate the Celtics. And that means we hate the Red Sox. And you being a Jerry West fan, Dan, you know how, how deep that hatred goes from getting beaten year after year after year after year. After year. And LeBron investing in the Red Sox is just one step away from the Celtics. And and people are actually extremely disappointed that a Laker is a part owner of the Red Sox. Because our hatred for the Red Sox is not just that they cheated against us in the World Series to win. And it's not just their obnoxious fans it is our history and our birthright and you grow up in socal hating the red sox and hating the celtics and very very disappointed in lebron uh for for that move and lastly i will say this watch out for the raiders watch out for the raiders getting rid of their quarterback and landing one of the top two No one's talking about it, but I have a feeling.
5: All right. Love you guys. Thank thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Whew. Yeah, Paul.
4: This is business. That loyalty. If you offer me a piece of the Packers franchise, I'd take it.
5: And you're a Bears fan. Absolutely. Yeah.
4: Yeah. LeBron just won a ring and they were still like,
5: yeah, but he's not really a Laker. <laughs> because... that, that was like months ago. Yeah, but he's not really a Laker. A, a, a real Laker wouldn't invest in the Red Sox. Right. Like, come on. <laughs> it's a business deal. He invested in Liverpool and that same group, you know, they, they own the Red Sox and gave him an opportunity. If you said I can invest in, uh, you know, the Jim Rome show, I'd take a piece of that. There's a payday. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Invest in Colin Cowherd show. Let's take go. a piece of that. Piece of Colin? Yes, absolutely. Take a break here. Rick Bettino will join us coming up next year on the Dan Patrick Show. Discover the Discover card because you're going to discover all the great things that it can offer you, including cash back you earn your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitation supply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app
3: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
1: podcasts.
5: Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck Duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness And that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
5: More phone calls coming up. Juwan Howard, Michigan Wolverines, will join us coming up in an hour from now. Our interview with Rick Bettino brought to you by Capital One. What's in your wallet? Coach joins us now. Coach, congratulations. If I would have told you when you were in Greece that you were going to eventually come back to the States and take a team to the NCAA tournament, what would you have told me?
7: uh it, it it would be possible. Uh, I just I probably would never have figured out it was going to be Iona. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was I was really really happy in Greece and things were going well. So uh, I wasn't really thinking about going there until the president and the athletic director flew to Madrid.
5: <laughs> How do you explain what has happened? Let's say in the last three years, if somebody didn't know, just the Cliff Notes version. How would you explain your life in the last three years of what has happened and where, you know, how you got to where you are today?
7: Well, it, you know, there's, there's, there's so many great things that happen in a span of 40 years of coaching. But it is a roller coaster. And my roller coaster went extremely high. It would be like the cyclone <laughs> at, at the old Coney Island. Uh, and it's extremely high, and then it got extremely low. But I think if you pick yourself up and not uh, not that i didn 't do that, but for about a year and a half, I was extremely bitter at certain people, and now i 'm not bitter at anyone so it 's you move on uh, you pick yourself up and you you try to make something special where you, where you 're at
5: How do you get rid of the bitterness?
7: I get rid of it by stop pointing fingers stop stop uh, blaming people that weren 't Louisville people on the board of trustees i i start, I was blaming um, disloyal assistants? How could they ever do such a thing? And then in the end, I just took responsibility by looking in the mirror. I said, hey, you hired those people. Um, it's your fault. And then uh, the bitterness toward the other people and said, that, that's... I, I finally came to the conclusion and said, if this happened and I was on the board of trustees, I'd fire myself as well. So you just you just get down to reality and you, and you speak the truth. It's the only way you get better is to own up and not make excuses. And I, and I just finally owned up. It took me uh, way too long. I wish it would have happened sooner.
5: How low did you get? Um, you know,
7: uh, I had an awesome job for seventeen years, and we had it rolling three Final Fours a championship. And, and so, when when all that's taken away from you, and you you're in Greece by yourself, you get pretty low. But the second year in Greece was so spectacular that's when the bitterness dissipated and. I just had the most wonderful time, learned so much basketball that I didn't know in terms of different styles of play, met so many incredible people in Greece. That I'm the national coach now. I'm still close with uh, so many people. My agent over there has become one of my best friends. So in the end, you look back and say, hey, it was a new frontier, but, I, but it was really, really a special frontier.
5: Has your coaching style changed?
7: Just, uh, you know what I learned uh, Euroleague basketball—they're not as talented as the NBA—but a lot of NBA players at the tail end of their career uh, play over there. Dominique Wilkins played for the team I coached. Uh, Byron Scott played for the team I coached. Tony Delk. What happens is y- you have terrific offensive basketball. It would look like um, Princeton on steroids in terms of the passing, the ball reversal, the bounce passes, the movement. The shooting is great uh, with bigger, better players than Princeton. And then the, the defense is not as good as the NBA, obviously. But then you traveled into Tel Aviv and Moscow and St. Petersburg and Germany, Milan, Barcelona, Madrid, Istanbul. Uh, some was fantastic, some I, I don't want to go back. <laughs>
5: <laughs> where, don't, where don't you want to go back to? I don't want to get killed, so I'm not <laughs> kidding. <laughs> so, so Moscow or Istanbul, you might not put on your uh, passport again.
7: Moscow, I loved. Oh, okay. Absolutely loved. It was in the Red Square, and uh, you know these people come up to you in their costumes and take pictures. it's all about money. Again, just no different than any other place, like 42nd Street. But the mall surrounding uh, the Red Square is fantastic. Uh, it, in Moscow, I loved. Uh, very clean. Now, traffic in Moscow and Istanbul is L.A. times five.
5: Where's the strangest place you were recognized?
7: Uh, probably Moscow. Probably Moscow. Uh, because basketball is not that big there. It's it's uh, hockey and soccer. Um, and the guy, we, we were having, the staff was having a beer at this place, and a guy came up to me and said, I see you all the time. You're an actor. And I said, Well, some people believe that. And I said, No, I'm not an actor. <laughs> I said, I'm a basketball coach. He said, That's where it is.
5: <laughs> wow. Well, that's good. We're talking to Rick Pitino, the Iona head coach, as uh, Iona won the uh, MAC championship, and they got number two Alabama coming up Saturday at four Eastern. What are the analytics on uh, three pointers now? Since you sort of ushered in this era, uh, you know when you were at uh, Providence, but uh, where are we well, now? Think, do you think?
7: I think Alabama is is probably epitomizes where it, it has arrived. Because they totally, 40% of their shots are threes, then another 40% are at the rim, 18% they get fouled, and 2% is mid-range. They absolutely want to cut out the mid-range shot completely from their repertoire. So that's where it has arrived for for Alabama. But what people don't recognize, what makes them so great, is they're also top three um, defensive team in the nation, uh, adjusted defense. So they play fast, but they play awesome defense with great length. Now, if, they, if it was just a three-point shot at just getting to the rim with no mid-range game, they wouldn't be quite as good. But they were awesome. And in 87, when we started uh, shooting more threes than everybody, I, I told my guys, well, if you make, uh, if you make so many uh, ten, 10 threes a game and you give up nine, it's not a weapon. So I said, we've got to make seven, eight threes a game, but we've got to keep our opposition to two or three for it to really get the fruits of your labor.
5: And then what Loyola Marymount did with Paul Westhead? With did was he taking what you you started and then just kind of you know, like, you know. Well,
7: Paul also beat everybody down the floor with and, and got a lot of layups. No question about it. Uh, Paul was a great offensive mind. The only difference is, is Loyola didn't play great defense. They were decent, but they didn't play great defense. Okay. And what makes uh, not only Alabama play great defense, but they have great length great athletes uh, they rotate terrific so they're, they're a legitimate team to win it all and, and there's, there's about eight or nine of them out there none i think the likes of gonzaga but there's about eight or nine of them
5: uh the protocols that you had to deal with um you know that something new for everybody but how wild was it when you're not quite sure if you're going to play a game or have a practice or how many players you're going to have
7: well, we, we probably were paused more than anybody in college basketball. We missed 55 days of practice, paused four different times. I didn't know, Dan, if we were going to play in our conference tournament because we swept Monmouth in, a, in two high-scoring games, and Isaiah Ross, our best player, had 31 points. That night he went on the computer to, to check out his uh, Thursday test, and he had COVID. He played with COVID.
3: Oh, man.
7: Uh, he was asymptomatic. The whole team went back into pause. We came out, and five days later we had to play a game. And our AD and I said, is there any way you could get them ready in five days? I said, I'll try, but it, it's going to be difficult. And we went in double sessions. We went an hour and 20 minutes in the morning, an hour and 20 at night. And why only an hour 20? Because if you go any longer, you're going to uh, pull a grind, pull a hamstring. So we got into it. we still not 100% in shape, but we're getting there. Another two couple of weeks, and I think we'll be there.
5: I know that you're on record as saying you're going to retire at Iona, right? One hundred percent. If Indiana called, would you listen to Indiana?
7: I've had a few calls from people about, and I'm not saying Indiana about other situations. And I told them, look, I'm, I'm honored, I'm complimented, uh, but I, I, you see, Dan, when, when the president and the athletic director flew over to Iona, I tried to because he was the uh, he was the president of Transylvania, a small school right next to the University of Kentucky. I tried to explain to him what went on at Louisville and how I had nothing to do. And he, he interrupted me, wouldn't let me go 10 seconds more and said, Coach, we've already spoke to all Kentucky officials. We spoke to the Louisville AD. We spoke to seven players you coached at each school. That We have already done our homework. We wouldn't have flown 16 hours here if we didn't do our research. So don't even bring it up again. We want you to be our coach. When he said that uh, I wasn't sure I was going to take the job, I immediately knew in my mind I was with my son, uh, my nephew and my niece, and um, in Madrid. And I immediately uh, knew I was taking that job. So I have no interest in any place, anywhere. Um, would I like to someday go back to the League and coach there again? If I own a out, yes, I would. But outside of that, it's just retirement.
5: Okay. I'm recording this, you know.
7: Uh, I've been on record quite a bit, so it would be a waste of time for anybody even to pay me the compliment to, uh, to, to have consideration because you, your loyalties are an important. When you're 68, I think when you're 35, you're looking to move up the ladder. Um, I'm not looking to get on top of that roller coaster anymore. I'm, I'm having a blast coaching young men that have the same ambitions that my Kentucky players had or my Providence players, Louisville, and they have the same ambitions, maybe a little bit lower. It's not the NBA. It's the uh, the Champions League over in Europe. But uh, they have the same ambition. They have the same potential to get there. And uh, I'm just flat out enjoying a small little Catholic school in New Rochelle, New York.
5: But are you managing? I mentioned coaching. Are you coaching different? Are you managing your team, running a program with what happened at Louisville? Do you look at the program differently, more hands-on with things?
7: You no, know, Dan, I've had 30, uh, 30 assistants move on to be head coaches, either players or assistants move on to be head coaches. Some of them, the big names in basketball. Some of them, Tubby Smith won a national championship. Uh, Billy Donovan's with the Bulls. And Jim O'Brien went to the Celtics, the Pacers, and the Sixers. So at the Frank Vogel was my student manager at Kentucky. I've had so many wonderful people that have gone on to great prosperity and success. Uh, then I made uh, a couple of hires that things were done behind my back. I trusted people, but I don't want to get paranoid with my staff right now. And like one NCAA guy said, did you look at his computer? I said, well, first of all, sir, that's a felony. And second of all, no, I did not. And so I don't want to get paranoid and do that. But uh, I'm certainly on top of every little thing, regardless whether it's Iona or Kentucky. You have to be that way today.
5: I think you should bring back the white suit.
7: Definitely. In New Rochelle, um, there's a lot of people walking downtown with white suits on. Except they're probably uh, uh, in a different profession than coaching basketball. Yeah, but you could be in the medical field. Maybe Arthur Avenue and some of the uh, gangsters.
5: (laughs) Do you still have that white suit?
7: I do. I I wear it at at, at, um, Prime 112 in Miami.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you could fit in there. Hey, um, <laughs> good luck with Alabama. See what you created these teams that shoot threes. You, now you got to try to defend that. Good luck with that, coach, and um, congratulations again. Thanks, Dan. Good visiting with you. That's uh, Rick Pitino, the Iowa head coach, and uh, he's brought to you by Capital One. What's in your wallet? I uh, talked about a roller coaster ride. He was at the top. He was at the bottom. And then all of a sudden you go to uh, Greece, but yeah, he needs to take responsibility for who he hired. Absolutely. His son, Richie, who just, uh, he got fired by Minnesota and now going to New Mexico state. He's the one who said, Hey, we stop pointing fingers because nobody is going to believe you. They have their mind made up on what happened in your responsibility. That's it. Whether he knew an assistant coach was paying a player $100,000 or what was going on in uh, in the room? Uh, New Mexico. Did I say New Mexico State? Um, but, you know, he, he it comes back to the coach. Like it or not, it comes back to the coach. But taking responsibility allows you to move on. And I like that he says, look, I would have fired me too. And he did win his lawsuit. People don't, you know, once there is charges or something happens, somebody gets fired, I always say, go... How about we wait for due process? Just a little bit. But they fired him first, and he, he fought it. And uh, you know, they dropped the charges, but he still got fired. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back. Jamon Howard of Michigan will join us next hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last minute buzzer beaters gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, Health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness And that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
5: Free DraftKings $1 million survivor pool where you have a shot at winning $10,000 for every upset through the first two rounds of the tournament. a traditional survivor pool. Pick a team each round. You can only pick a given team once. Last player standing wins. Are you guys ready to do this? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, you know, Seton just uh, dropped this on me, so I didn't get to do all my research and talk to all my sources and all of those things. Todd? Who are you picking uh, to advance?
6: With apologies to the mean green of Denton, Texas, I have Purdue beating North Texas, four over 13.
5: Okay. All right. Uh, McLovin? Okay, I'm going
6: local here. I like number 10 seed Rutgers over number 7 seed Clemson. Okay. Seton? I'm going 14 Colgate
3: over Arkansas, number three Arkansas. My Raiders? I'm taking your Raiders, Andrew.
5: But but if you lose, then you're done.
3: Right, yeah. So I think it's like last last man standing. But then if you you pick the upset, though, you get ten grand for the upsets that you pick through the first two rounds. I'm taking that all day.
5: But it has to who who designates what is an upset. The seating is it seating? Okay. I would do, I would imagine that's okay. I didn't know if it was point spread or no. Just... I'm going off of seating. Okay, Paulie.
4: I can't believe they're still on the board, Dan. St. Bonaventure over LSU. St. Bonaventure. The
5: Bonnies. Yes. Bonnies. Um, hmm. I was going to do the Mount. I'm big on the Mount. I don't even know who the Mount is playing. Well, that game, though, it's coming down to guard play. So. Yeah, of course it is. Senior leadership really is going to take over. <laughs> that's, that's a big factor in that
3: game.
6: Um, let me see. Oh, yeah. They're in a playing game against Texas Southern, and then they draw Michigan it's at Mount St. Mary's. So they got to win two for you to win this, I think.
5: Oh, okay. Um, How about guns? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> got Upset alert. I'm going to go... UC Santa Barbara over Creighton. Dang-a-lang. What, dude? Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. That's pretty serious. They got great guard play. Yeah. That's what I'm always looking for. You love those five twelves. Download the DraftKings app and use the promo code SQUAD. Get a free shot at millions of dollars. Up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Seton, this is your bracket. This is what you're going to submit? Don't let that influence any uh, decisions you're making, Dan. Wow. (laughs) You really went out on a limb there, Seton. Wow. (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah, it's wild stuff. Yeah. Uh, Paul in Iowa joins us. Hey, Paul, what do you have for me?
2: Hey, Dan, two quick points here. First up, um, about your source on the Bears, do we know they were defensive starters that were offered? Because I feel like... Uh, David Montgomery is the type of bowling ball back that Pete Carroll would love to have. So maybe that was one of the uh, player, the starters as well. But my main point here is yesterday, Iowa State hired UNLV's head coach. And where would we rather have Rick Pitino than
6: Vegas? We need to start <laughs> hashtag <Patino laughs> to Vegas. I need him
5: in Vegas. It's no. electric. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. I, I mean, it would be fun to have Rick Pitino in Indiana. But that ain't not happening, according to Rick. I mean, if I'm Patino, I would listen. And if you're any of these programs, you know, he's one of the great coaches. I've said, you know, I think he's one of the five best college coaches right now. I, I, I truly believe that. What he does, how he does it, where he's done it. He's done it. Big programs, smaller programs, big players, smaller players. Use the three Uh gets his kids to play defense. You know, Louisville's defense, full court pressure, like he 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 knows the game. But going to Indiana, at least just being mentioned for Indiana and then saying, "You know what? And we're going to renew our rivalry with Kentucky if he would go to the uh take the Indiana job. We're going to play Louisville and Kentucky here. But it that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. And I don't know, you know, they're holding out hope for Brad Stevens. That's not going to happen. Yeah, McLevin. Usually uh, in
6: college basketball, you ignore denials. But that denial was so categorical by Rick Petino
5: that he's got to be telling the truth there, right? I hope he's telling the truth. Now, he might say, hey, I couldn't tell the truth because whatever. I mean, if these guys went all the way to Madrid to recruit him to coach at Iona, I hope he's respectful to them, loyal to them.
6: Oh, like it's hard to go to Madrid on taxpayer dollars to go see what? Oh, no. Poor Iona. What are you
5: talking about? They they left New Rochelle, New York, to go all the way to Madrid, McLovin. (laughs) That's a sacrifice. Oh, man. What,
6: Todd? But even on our own show, he was so convincing that he was done. I'm finished with this. I don't need the aggravation. I'm retired and he's back. So I'm not 100% convinced I own his last gig, even though he said he might go to to a year. Okay. Does
5: Rick Pitino take another job in the United States as a coach? Yes. All right. McLovin? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Seton? I'd say in the next calendar year. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I thought he was pretty convincing. Yeah,
4: Paulie. Before the weekend or after the weekend? Wow! wow. UNLV's but I didn't know that. What, what country do we live in when the UNLV head coach is leaving to go to Iowa State? It's yeah. Usually the other way around.
5: Yeah. And I like Iowa State. Yeah, I I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna buy into Patino that this is his last stop. You're on an island. <laughs> I You're am on an island. A, I am on an island. Right there with Coach right now. I might be the only one on the island once all said and done. Uh, two hours in the books, one more to go. Do we have corned beef coming and cabbage? and what, We got something being delivered. I got food being delivered for you guys. Juwan Howard of the Wolverines will join us coming up. Close out the second hour with Rock Auto. Rock on, Rock Auto. All the parts your car or truck will ever need. This is a family business founded by automotive engineers in 1999. And they had two goals in mind. First of all, give you direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. We've gone into a parts store before, right? Guy go, "Uh, let me check. Let me check the book. And then he'll check his computer. I don't know what he's looking at. Second, you get parts affordable. They offer reliably low prices. You can get all the things that you need for your car or truck. Parts for the body of the car, carpet in there, electronics, everything. If it's an expensive car or, you know, just a beater there. Why waste time and money hunting for parts, phoning, driving, waiting in lines? Go to rockauto.com today. Make sure you tell them we sent you. Write Dan Patrick in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you all the parts your car or truck will ever need. rockauto.com
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.